Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Behind the scenes, behind the glass, there's no sports. It's Matt and Matt, two producers who happen to be homies. Just joining on the junkies, yeah. It's bit season, what a time to be alive. Bit season, couple of regular guys. It's bit season, go have yourself a laugh. It's bit season, aha. Hey, Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Bit Season. This is episode 17. I'm Drab T-Shirt. I'm Matt Valdez. we got a great show for you guys today. Before we get into it, we want to remind you guys that today's show is brought to you by Magnolia Admissions. They offer coaching on college and law school application process for mock interviews to help with personal statements. You guys know by now that Dave runs Magnolia Admissions. He's awesome. He graduated Dave. Graduated from an Ivy League school. He has, he's conducted admission interviews for over 15 years and has re- reviewed thousands of applications. As an admissions community member, he'll hook you guys up. He'll make you shine for the application process for your for your children or grandkids or whoever is going through that process. So just visit magnoliaadmissions.com and mention Bit Season for a listener discount. Love Magnolia Yes, Missions. And this is the first episode of 2022. Like you said, Happy New Year. Uh, last week, we were on a little break since Drab had off uh, during the week. And it was a nice little respite uh, for us, but we are ready to crank out some more content for all the biddies. <laughs> I woke up last Thursday morning and I just didn't have it in me. <laughs> I didn't have it in me. I was doing a podcast with Chad later that night that was going to take up my evening. So let's just get this straight. You chose Chad over bit season. Uh, well, 1,000% I did. <laughs> and I, I, have, I had to save my energy. <laughs> that actually, that irritates me a little bit. That you, it's it's like uh, I'm a scorned lover over here. And that you chose, you chose the other man over me. It's not, wasn't just that. It, Dude, last week the entire show was remote. EB was missing half the week because he was out sick. Awad's out sick, couldn't leave his bedroom. I know, and that's that's more reason to crank out content no, for biddies. No, 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 no. It was more reason for me to stay away from this place. <laughs> who knows what you're carrying around most of the time. So uh, I, I didn't want to put myself in that position. Plus, I hadn't listened that much. It was it was Christmas. It was it was the holiday season. Everyone wants to know how your Christmas went. What you got? Uh, what do you got? Your twins for Christmas? I told you I gave them old <laughs> oh, birthday <yeah>. presents. 
Hey, how was uh, how was uh, Chad's uh, podcast? That you oh, had? I had did a great you do time. any did you do any promotion for Bit Season? I mentioned Bit Season over there many times, and in fact, if you are listening to Bit Season, maybe for the first time or one of the first times since you heard me over there, uh, welcome, uh, Valdez and I. We are the producers of the Junkies, and. We have a great time. And I'm speaking of Chad Dukes, by the way, if you couldn't figure that out. Um, I went on his show. I mentioned Bit Season. I talked about how there was a, a listener that told me to my face how he how he didn't like Bit Season. Yeah, that, that was very awkward. We were at Bourbon Boulevard for JP's book signing. Yeah. And uh, he's a very nice guy. I for, oh God, I his, name's his name is Phil. Phil. Speech. Yes, Phil. Phil. Phil's very nice. He was hanging out with uh, JC United and uh, some other P1s. And uh, we were talking to him, and it, it feels like a, a WJFK guy, old school guy talk kind of guy. And he told, and so we go, "Well, are you listening to Bit Season? Because obviously he's there for the junks. He, he likes Chad show. No, that must have been later because I, I went up to him because I know both of them very well from back from the Big on Duke's days. And I walked up there, and JC, who's a good friend of mine, says, "Hey, Phil doesn't like Bit Season." Well, as my greeting to walking them, that was the first thing he said to me. And I said, is that true, Phil? And he goes, yeah, that's absolutely true. I don't like it. It's not for me. Yes. And then, well, no. And then you guys came over and then that's when Phil uh, broke it down and you broke it down to me that Phil does not like bit season. Right. Listen to the junks. Listen to the Chad show. Does not like bit. It's season. not for everybody. And, and and that's fine. But it is for. Uh, and I think- then I had a theory. Then I had a theory. What? That Chad is cranking out. Uh, five-hour podcasts, so he's taking up all of his listeners' time so that they can't enjoy Bit Season. Well, I think Chad's been grinding for a long time. I don't. He, Chad barely knows Bit Season exists. I know, I know, I know. I just I like throwing S against the wall. Well, <laughs> I don't think uh, Trav and Valdez are on Chad's mind that often. I know, I know, I, I know. It's stupid. It's it's to get a laugh out of you. Have film. a lot of dumb theories recently. You you tell me this theory today that you think the team should just kneel on the ball for three hours on Sunday night or the Chargers Raiders games. You spend all your time thinking about these I theories. Like, I like controversial out of the box stuff. You spent so you wanted the junks to do a segment on list. List who you want to fart in a jar and take a big whip. <laughs> and everyone was thought it was kind of weird, but maybe we could go along with it. But then you had a list that you had pre-prepared and that, that you wanted to share with everyone. And on that list was Guy Fieri, Lizzo, and somebody else. No. Uh, they, okay. Can I explain? They, everybody knows. They listen to the junkies. They know what we're talking about. Do, but, uh, look, I'm trying to create some content. I can't help it if you guys are too too uptight to think about... Uh, uh, a celebrity fart that you would want to collect. No, no, no. Nobody's. Upset. I like. I like the idea. I think it's a funny visual thinking about some guy or some girl who has a wine cellar with a bunch of mason jars that have celebrity farts in them. That kind of makes me laugh. That doesn't make you laugh. Not really. <laughs> First of all, I wasn't that intrigued by that story. You've been you've been hammering it for weeks. Now I'm not intrigued by it because I don't like the girl. I'm a 90 day fiance. I know, consumer. but it's not, it's not about the I'm girl. Gonna, I'm going to get there. Okay. I never liked the story in the first place because I know this this girl is just a lying fraud, and I don't think she's farting in these jars from the first place. So I didn't actually want to dignify her uh, her New York Post stories by us talking more about it. So. I didn't really want to participate and, and hype her up and that oh this chick is making a fifty grand a week. I know she's lying. She's not making fifty grand a week and she's not farting into jars. 
because she's just a big phony. That being said, your obsession with farts and and poop has gotten out of control. <laughs> I need to go on uh, duty rehab. <laughs> I like it like on the show when you play the fart sound effects. That makes me laugh. Outside of that, I don't spend a lot of time thinking about duty. I'm envisioning you over the holidays. By the way, why is there a penis pump in here? Well, that's been in here this entire time. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was the Secret Santa gift. Oh my god, <laughs> your infatuation with duty and penises has gotten out of control, and more so than ever. You know, it's like super bad when uh, what's his yeah. name, Jonah Hill's character, when he was a kid, all he yeah. did was draw. Yeah, that's, yeah. It, that's me. I think that is you. I'm 34. I'm actually concerned about you. That you actually came in here and had a had celebrities farts that you wanted to smell. And and I just envision you, and I told the guys this, you not falling asleep at night, <laughs> tossing and turning because you said you can't turn your brain off because it's so creative and you're thinking about the show that it keeps you up at night. And you, what's keep, actually keeping you up, we found out, <laughs> is Lizzo farting into a jar. You don't find that funny? Lizzo, kind of a bigger gal. You're trying to figure no, out. <laughs> I think it's disgusting. I thought the Guy Fieri one was was somewhat funny. I just thought it was weird that you had a list ready to roll out for everybody. Well, it's because here's my story. list. Here's a, who's, well, also, who's, also, who's the third person that I'm forgetting. I it was Lizzo, Guy Fieri. I said I said a Betty White one would be very rare, <sighs> very profitable. I know. Okay. All right. I said I said it would be interesting to have an Adele, uh, Adele pre weight loss and Adele post weight loss. So you could compare the two. But why does it have to be... You chose all hefty people. Because I just think hefty people have stinkier farts based off of diet. I don't know. I mean... <laughs> hey, don't act like you are, you're above this. When you started giggling going, I think a Paulina Gretzky one would be fun. Yeah, I think I, think, I, think I can... Yeah, if I'm going to... First of all, that was after the segment. That was when right, we were well, walking around. And I do, me, then why did you leave me out on that limb alone? Because you were picking. You were just picking. No offense, fat slobs <laughs> to to well, I hate to, to dunk on. You, but fat slobs on. farts are a lot different than fit people farts. I said if I had to <laughs> smell someone's farts, I'd choose Paulina Gretzky's. Is what I said. <laughs> All right, but why didn't you? Why did you leave me alone? Why didn't you jump in? <laughs> We're supposed to be a team. We are, but we it's aren't the a, Matt and Matt show. We, not the Matt show. We aren't a team on everything. Sometimes we butt heads. The producer producer rivalry. But you just you kind of just left me out there to be my own strange person. By the way, I did have some people that chuckled that were laughing. Cakes did. He laughs at everything. <laughs> so I'm envisioning you on Christmas for some reason. Well, I'm gone, and that story's dangling out there. Are you spending your Christmas thinking of, of junkies topics and, and, and farts? To be and honest, just, with, that to be honest with you. That actually makes me laugh more. Right. Picturing Geefieri <laughs> standing over a mason jar, letting them rip. <laughs> letting some refried bean farts yeah. come out. Hey, I was... This story came out on on December 14th. <laughs> okay. I know it's been around forever. All right. And I was it. I sent it to Drab in a text message, and I thought it would be funny content for the show. And if it's funny content for the show, I want to be prepared. I want to have stuff ready. Unlike the junks, I just don't fly by the seat of my pants all the time. So I had some shtick ready. Uh, I put some thought into something. And instead of winging it, I was ready to go with it. And then all of a sudden, the story came up again. So I went into my well of shtick that I've uh, uh, calculated and I pulled it out. 
You were preparing, and this has been the phrase of the week, your comedy pyramid before <laughs> the segment even started. I actually, I don't think I like that. I like just letting it rip. Like, see, that was actually an accident. That was natural. Uh huh. Okay. I like just being in the moment sometimes. And, and and especially with non-sports stuff. Sports stuff, you got to think out a little bit and have a nuanced take on everything. Right. I don't know. So. I, I was trying to get the conversation started, but nobody wanted to participate. I just, this wasn't the Matt hour where I'm on stage with my microphone doing my Netflix special. It felt like it for a <laughs> Well, I'm trying to get you guys to chime in. And you guys are too scared. No, you I guys was... are too prude to talk about, uh. A ripping one, no, and who and who I, and who's you want to sniff? <laughs> and by the way, I'm lucky. I'm lucky. I didn't bring in my mason jar today. What you actually farted in a mason jar yesterday? No, I said I wanted the guys to do it. <laughs> I actually said I wanted. Let's I do wanted, it on bit season. Let's uh, do it on bit season okay. to a watt. All right, he's not going to listen to this. All right, I want you to fart in a mason jar. Okay, sealed up real tight. <laughs> okay. Or it doesn't have to be a jar. Don't you remember Jack the movie with Robin Williams and they all went to the treehouse and they farted into a Folgers cup can and then they unveiled it and it was knocking all of them over. Oh, yeah. Well, you need something sealed. <laughs> That's what I always think about whenever I think about this story. All right. I just thought it would be I thought it would be funny. And my suggestion was to uh, have all of us, all of us fart into a mason jar. All right, and then we have one person who tries to pick out whose mason jar belongs. Then we'll to do it on our show. I'll actually entertain you. I'm intrigued by it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, do you think it's funny? Do you think it's not funny? I, th I here's what I want. I want you. Look, I don't want to do the same s every single every single no, no, show. No, no, I'm trying to. I'm trying to be creative. That's my also, resolution. They also have FCC regulations. I don't know if we could be doing all that That's stuff. That's my resolution for 2022. What? Be more creative. All right, I, I, I'm not going to hate on you being more creative. So why don't you bring in a jar, a couple jars? I can, all right? bring, I can do that. Whenever anyone on the show has a nice, juicy one, <laughs> right okay? in the I say, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. Get, go get the jar. We'll seal it up. We'll put scotch tape on or, or masking tape on it. We'll label it, say EB 11022. <laughs> yeah. yes, that's okay. what I like. All right. Do all right. not open for 30 days. All right. Now, what's the goal is to identify? identify or, or just to see if it's still there we could do both right who yeah we could you could do your whole bit of whose do you think this was all right, <laughs> all right. we'll pull the label off and we'll we'll know it yeah and then... or you could just see if it evaporates or all that kind of stuff this is this is your crate you run with it <laughs> okay okay thank you. thank you for uh for appeasing me <laughs> i just <laughs> I'm now. I'm just thinking about Guy Fieri and all his, his sloppy right? restaurant food. <laughs> that, that's why. See, that's why it's funny. Is you you think about him uh, rolling along in his convertible, mm -hmm. stopping at a taco stand in in Albuquerque, New Mexico, eating a nacho plate, and then and then twenty minutes later, mm -hmm. putting his butt cheeks against the jar <laughs> and ripping them. All right. I'd actually. My. I'd be. I'd pay for. Uh, Guy Fieri's toots way more than I would pay for some hot chicks <laughs> from 90 Day Fiance. You know, well, I'm not interested in that at all. There's a, there's a lot more there's a not, lot more complexity to a right. Guy Fieri fart than okay. some 90. Maybe you're onto something. I don't know.
All right. Speaking <laughs> speaking of how you spent your holidays, yeah, I got a bone to pick with you. Uh, why you do get, you not? You get so giddy. I do on New Year's Eve to watch Andy and Anderson, and it ricks the <laughs> shit out of me, Valdez. <laughs> that you spend your New Year's every year, literally every year now for at least five years, watching those two um, <laughs> annoying. Blathermouths. Blathermouths. They got nothing of content to say. <laughs> this show has more content than, than their than their New Year's Eve special. All right. Well, and ma- you can't miss it. And it actually makes me feel bad for you. I was think <laughs> feeling bad for you as you were giddy on air talking about because this is that's your New Year's Eve year in and year out. And that you don't go out to any parties or you're not hanging out. Right, what did you do? Did you go out to a party? I was on my way to Cowboy Todd's, but my wife got sick, so we canceled it that morning. Okay, I, so I, w- I, I believe me, my wife is 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 a, a nut job, and I have to go out every year on New Year's Eve. All right, well, let just—I'm just, let... kind of getting dragged out, but uh, I would at least. All right, what, what would you what would you choose uh, if if your wife didn't force you to go out to go out or to stay? I, home? I stayed home the other night. I didn't watch more than. 24 seconds before the actually less than that before the countdown i turned I, I couldn't find the remote well i my wife was asleep she asked me to wake her up at midnight i walked in there at 11 59 into the bedroom it took me 46 seconds to find the remote i turned it on <laughs> and, and they're in the there, middle of the countdown and there was the 10 second countdown until midnight all right here's this here here's what it is i love watching anderson and andy i do but I also like checking in on the other rockin' New Year's Eves. I, I watched uh, from Nashville, the one on CBS, and I watched the Dick Clark Rockin' New Year's Eve by Ryan Seacrest. But doesn't it make you think about how you're just sitting in home and how everyone else is out having a great time getting drunk and smoking weed and, <laughs> and having sex and doing whatever people do at parties, just being with the bros and, and friends and family, and you're just sitting in your house with your lights off watching that show? Like, it's depressing. <laughs> it's not depressing. It's And by the way, it, it reminds me of childhood because when little Valdez grew up, it was a big thing to be able to watch uh, Rock Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve with my parents, be able to stay up past midnight, all right? My dad would steam shrimp, and we would have pounds and pounds and pounds of shrimp as we watched Dick Clark count down uh, to midnight. It kind of It's kind of nostalgic for me. But I just, I love it because, because I don't like really going out. I'm not a big going out kind of guy on New Year's. It's just it's when all the crazies are out. All right, that's when everyone is 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 nuts. So, and I like being in front of my TV with Anderson and Andy recapping the year, and I like watching. I like watching them getting a little drunk. And you know right. what? All I, was, these, I saw this. All I, of I the P ones. All of the P ones get to enjoy the junkies whenever they drink on their drinking mm-hmm. show. I don't get to enjoy it. I don't get to laugh at them being. Uh, uh, silly and then making uh, fools of themselves. Uh, so Anderson, so Cooper, Anderson and, and and Andy oh fill God. that void for me. That is depressing. That is the, the one of the most depressing <laughs> things you've ever said that you compared those two guys to the junkies drinking show. Now I'll say this. I am in agreement. I'm not a huge fan of going out. I would that sounds like torture to me to go into like Clarendon Ballroom or someplace at a like at a big bar on New Year's Eve with a bunch of random strangers. I don't want to do that. When I, we usually go out on on New Year's, 
about 50% of the time we go to New Jersey, we go to our friend's house and they have about six people over and it's people that I know. And it's, uh, mm-hmm. my, my good friend from when I was young and my college friend, they met uh-huh. and they married and they're, so they're both good friends of mine. They live in New Jersey now. So we go up there, we have a small house party. That's basically what I could throw. We get drunk, we play beer pong and I okay. spend, we spend the night at their house. That's fun. That's, that's, that's what my, right. other than that, I hate New Year's. I've always hated I would, New by Year's. By the way, I would be totally into that. New Year's, the the most depressing holiday because it makes me think of my childhood too where you had to go to school on January 2nd after a two-week break. I hate New Year's. Also, I had a traumatic experience on New Year's Eve, my senior year of high school, which I've told you about. I had big on Dukes listeners know about. Yes. All right? You, yes, you wanted a second kiss. The love of my life, Jessica Meek. I, it was everyone, there was a house party as well <laughs> and I was hammered and everybody was drunk. And I had a huge crush on her, and everybody knew. And at midnight, someone in the room said, "Jess, you should kiss Matt." And 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 uh, I'm still getting a douche chill thinking about it. <laughs> and this girl was beautiful, beautiful woman. And I wouldn't expect anything less. She she really she was out of my league. I always thought I had a shot though. <laughs> and I I was so I mean I was like borderline like this was like i was crazy for this like i was for whatever reason yeah. here's what happened just, is that so, you got so you got so drunk leading up to it I out, was of ner- dr- out of I was nerves hammered. it was nervous drinking that you're well, it was also a senior in high school yeah. drinking at someone's house i was so uh excited and nervous and drunk that i at midnight i thought this was the my chance to shine to, to, to get her this was going to be your fairy tale ending i went in for a makeout in front of, like everybody was looking at us right uh-huh. i went in for a makeout and she went in for like quick peck. peck on the lips it was the first time i ever kissed her it was so embarrassing the like the worst ki- kiss ever and then i slumped over and i told i told her in the hallway that i had been waiting for that moment my whole life <laughs> and i <laughs> and i need a redo okay <laughs> don't you just cringe every time you say i'm that? cracking my knuckles i'm so nervous <laughs> telling you this all right and then her her father <laughs> Colton came home at that exact moment, right. okay, because they like they were the cool parents to let kids drink at their house in the basement. Yeah, wherever they were, he came into the room, saw me accosting her in a hallway, asking for a redo, <laughs> and then said, Jess. "Sexually assaulting their daughter." <laughs> and he knew me well. <laughs> yeah, and he said, "He said, Jess, do you need some help here?" <laughs> As like he was gonna throw me out of the house or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love to see drunk and drab walking home at one a.m. Yeah. <laughs> So I hate New Year's. I have bad memories of it. Well, th- but I'm not. It's not so bad that I'll sit I in my th- house watch. I just want to avoid it for the most part. Well, well, then this is why I don't understand why you can't get on board with Anderson and Andy. Because I, if if it's I, because, I was because, sitting at, because it's it's so funny watching it, watching this train wreck as producers. All right, and seeing the, the 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 crappy audio and the interviews that they're trying to do, I saw the bits that they're trying to plan and everything. I saw three seconds of it. I was scrolling through the channels, not looking for New Year's Eve. Yes, I, I saw them interviewing <laughs> his, his old parents again, Andy's old parents, and it was the worst audio how many, ever. How many times can I see Sherry O'Terry on stuff? <laughs> I said to myself, <laughs> he's interviewing his parents again. <laughs> like this is their yearly bit. This is their big segment. Well, I mean, Letterman used to have his mom uh, Thanksgiving every single year. I don't know. And so I was like, get me out of this. And so I, I turned it off. I like that you think about me on New Year's. But no, it's because I know <laughs> what you're doing. I, you're so excited for it. I know. So then I went back to watching 
the college football playoff game. Oh, by the way. Which I, sucked. I'll agree it sucked. I, no, no, no. By the way, I had two TVs going. I don't believe that I, for a second. I had two TVs. I know you're lying. <laughs> I, I don't lying. believe that for lying. a second. I'm not lying. You're not. You, I could tell you everything about the game because I had it on side by side. I don't believe it. I think maybe you during commercial breaks when uh, you no, maybe no, no, because I'm flipping it. channels between CBS, ABC, and CNN. All right, what's Georgia's quarterback's name? Uh, Stenson Bennett. All right, what's their running back's name? Uh, was it Jordan uh, b- 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 Howard or something like that? That's a running back yeah. for the uh, for the Dolphins. Yes, whatever. No, uh, Zamir White. Okay. And Cook is their other running. Oh, Cook, back. I know that. And then the big the big lineman, what's his name? Uh, he's like. Howard something. Jordan Howard. Joe Jordan Davis. Jordan you only Davis, say yes. that because I said his name earlier this week. No, the I'm, telling you the, I'm telling you the truth. Okay, I'll, I'll give you a slight pass <laughs> on that. But I know all your attention. I did see, I told you, I, I turned it to the New Year's Eve coverage with 10 seconds left. Yeah, and by the way, you're watching You're watching Pete Davidson and Miley Cyrus. I didn't even, I just knew that it was, I saw it, I knew it was on NBC, so I hit 504 on Verizon, 10 seconds left, countdown. I woke my sick wife up. I kissed her. I said, Happy New Year. I saw Miley perform one song, her top fall off. That kept me for around for a few minutes longer. I'll admit that. Kept, that. that kept I'll it admit, at 12.05. Yeah, I'll admit that. Like Literally right after midnight, her top fell off on, on her next song. <laughs> like, like, I was like, what's going to happen here? And of course, like every pervert, I put my face up to the TV to see if I could see a nipple. Pause, pausing, see, much side, <laughs> see how much side boob you um, And then I turned it off and, and went to bed myself. So it was not an exciting New Year's Eve for me. And plus, that's and plus that's like my, my one of my only nights of the year that I stay up. I mentally prepare to stay. That's up. even more sad. <laughs> what you're up past midnight uh, every night? No, I know every that. Saturday, every Friday and Saturday I am. I can't tell you. Hold on, you're telling me every Friday and Saturday you're up past midnight. Every Friday and Saturday I'm up past midnight. Hey, what am I going to do when I go out? To- when do you think all these like Jake Paul fights are at and all that? They're all at like <laughs> and UFC fights. They're all like, they're all I, know, I can't stay up for them. I, I don't have the energy. I take naps. I'll take a nap on a Saturday. Long nap on Fridays. You got a nap get- on a Saturday? Of course. What time do you wake up? Well, I, my girls wake up at 645, oh. 7 o'clock. So I'll get up. I'll, we'll get up with them and then. My wife takes over at some point, or when they nap, I'll take a nap as well. Fascinating. I don't got a lot going on either, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but I'm not. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're telling me how much you feel sorry for me. I feel sorry for you. I'm almost a seven-day napper at this point. Um, I'm usually an end-of-the-week napper. So, like, Fridays. Friday's my big nap day. You know what my new move is to nap during the first two quarters of uh, 1 p.m. games of the NFL. Really? About 12.45, I <laughs> you set tune, my... You tune her into the witching hour. <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I get sized for the witching hour. I set my fantasy rosters. I put my bets in and all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah, about yeah. 12.45, I get into bed, and I take about a 90-minute nap. So I'll wake up around 2 o'clock or so, and then I'll then I'll watch the TV from there on out. Hey, speaking of sleeping, what am I going to do when I'm out uh, when I'm West Coast Valdez next week? Well, you're going to be waking up at about... 3:30 a.m. That's a that's a disaster. If you're lucky, yeah. And, then, and so, what am I going to do be when all my tired? Hopefully, when, all your you don't make a bunch of nighttime plans because because come around. Well, what especially if wacky for you? Jackie, what if Wacky Jackie wants to go to dinner at seven o'clock? You're going to fall I'm not gonna, asleep I'm not, at the table. I'm not going to make it. Yeah, you'll be so you'll be distraught. 
and it will be tough to how many days are you out there for? I'm out there Monday to Saturday. By the end of the week, you'll 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 start to pull it around. But for the just major- in time for me to come back yeah. here and then yeah, yeah, be a yeah, disaster yeah. here. Yeah, exactly. I would encourage you to take some naps if you can, like after the after a round or something like that. Hey, is it depressing that I'm thinking about going out there with my ice pack for my chest? And- You're not going to need. It. You're going to be so tired at nighttime. You won't need the ice pack. Okay. Believe me, after playing golf and and being three hours behind, you'll be you'll I tell you you'll fall asleep. All right, I, I always fall asleep but early out there, and I and, I, and I'm a night owl. So now I did. I am intrigued here that that you told me this week that that you are treating your golf trip like it's it's an opportunity of a lifetime for you to take mm-hmm. some the perfect photograph of yourself. Right. I just I just realized. Um, I guess last weekend. So I'm going to be out in Monterey playing iconic courses like Olympic Club, mm-hmm. uh, Pebble Beach. All right, with all my with all my buddies, and we're flying out there. And I I realized that these pictures are going to be on the gram. They're going to be these iconic friendship pictures. All right, the, the stuff that that. When I die, these are going to be uh, the slideshow in my funeral. Right. God, you're such a morbid person. <laughs> All right. And All right. I want to make sure I look as handsome as possible during these photos. Now, you look at me right now, and then you're probably... Uh, I wonder if you're going to get a haircut. <laughs> yes. I'm actually I'm saving my haircut, in case you haven't noticed. Okay. I'm saving my haircut for this weekend so it looks as fresh as possible for when I go out there. Same thing with my shaving. I'm timing it up so that my mm-hmm. that my shadow looks good on my face. Now and, I don't know. You're gonna be wearing a my... hat. I'm guessing on the golf course. Possibly, possibly not. All right. All right. Also, I I got to figure out what to do with my skin tag on my eye. Yeah, that I had actually noticed that it's growing. I noticed yeah. that the other day. <laughs> I might have skin cancer. I told you to, to get a razor blade like two months ago and cut that thing off, <laughs> and you didn't listen to me. Now it's twice the size. I, I I think they make home home skin skin tag. What kits. do they? I I think so. I think right, I you better get on Amazon, Amazon and get that two day delivery. <laughs> um, but so this entire week I've been cramming workouts in. All right, like yeah. a like a madman trying to do a crash course crash diet before my pictures out at Pebble. I, so I'm treating this like wedding photos. That here's you take. What, here's what you have to do. You need to go on a juice diet. And then take all your photographs the first day there, okay? You don't need more mass. You don't need any of no. that. You don't need more bulk. You need to cut weight because that's what yeah. you're worried about. You're not worried about your 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 guns. Those have already taken care right. of. Right, and I've, I've already laid out. I've already laid out the outfits in my mind too. Because remember when we talked about vests and how slimming no, vests you, are? Pebble, you Pebble's going to be. I don't like vests. Pebble's going to be a big vest day because Pebble's probably going to be the most pictures. What's the weather looking like? Have you searched? Sixties and sunny. So perfect weather. Perfect so weather. You can't wear like a windbreaker. Um, probably not. Well, the the vest kind of works with that. Too. All right, all right, and they will they'll show off the guns. All right, and you- and we'll be sitting there. We'll have our caddy take the picture, and then I'll be sucking in as hard as possible. Are you going to be wearing like um dark colors, dark slimming colors? Of course. Oh, uh, so no white. No white. 
You'd be wearing like your Travis Mathow or whatever. For <laughs> Mathow. <laughs> like Walter Mathow. It's Travis Matthew. Okay. All you're right. going to be wearing Travis Matthew from head to toe, like matching everything. Of course. I got to coordinate. I wear like my master sweater. You got to better coordinate with your friends too. Make sure you guys don't all like, you know, look like um yeah. the, the Bobsley twins or whatever. <laughs> well, then we're both Anderson and Andy there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> With our matching outfits. Yeah, right. Yes, we will we will discuss ahead of time. I, but I don't want the this is what I don't want happening. I don't want it happening is is some sad song playing at my funeral with uh with the picture coming across the screen of us mm-hmm. on number seven at Pebble, and then you see my big gut, and then everyone going, Oh, no wonder he died. He's a big fatty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably had a heart attack. Well, who's gonna be taking the photos? The caddy. Oh, okay. I think you gotta you gotta have a system in place. You can't just rely on oil oh, number seven at, at Cypress Creek or whatever. That's our one. Point. I wish we were playing Cypress Cypress Point. Okay, whatever. Um, that you got to take four hundred photographs while you're out there. It's almost as important as as the score. It you is score. It is important. It actually, is probably more important. <laughs> of course. So I would I would encourage you to take unlimited photos while you're out there. I will. All right. And, and that's why it, that's why I'm treating this and it, so but, important. And you'll get a good one in there at some point. That's why I'm being a girl about it. Now, are you guys ta- are you only taking like your cell phone cameras? You're not taking like a real camera out there like EB would, are you? No, 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 no. We're not yeah. we're not like uh, okay. nerds like Eric where we're, you know, I need the right aperture. Right. Well, I mean, it is. I kind of agree with you. It is the photo photo of the decade for you. It is. Probably. So, it does it does have to be done right. And Thank you don't you, you don't so, want a big beer belly or anything like that. Right. You don't want to you don't want to feel like uh an idiot after you take these pictures. I'm glad you're uh, on my side. No, I'm with I'm, this. I'm I'm kind of coming around on you. Uh right. on what you're doing. Cuz if I was in your position or something like I that mean, was that important don't, to me, I would do the don't same you thing. Do- Everyone does the same thing with hey, their look, wedding. I look forward to the purple heart photograph every year <laughs> when that guy comes around and around. And, and we have our arms around each other and find the flag. And cakes. Yeah. And I stand next to cakes so I can look taller than him. <laughs> and then I measure my man boobs every year in those photographs to see if they're bigger or smaller every time I look at them. Hey, and why, don't you, do you, why don't you tell the listeners mm-hmm. about how uh, fond you look at purple heart? So much that you have this keepsake in your car. <laughs> I do, but I I actually don't have it anymore. I did for about a year. <laughs> that actually makes me sad. I had a a Polaroid. I think it was a Polaroid, a photograph of our round at the Purple Heart Open of Meat Cakes, Valdez and Pete from one from about three years ago. And it was a, you're right. It was a flattering photo of me. <laughs> And and I liked it, and they put it in a nice little purple heart uh, frame, a little paper frame, uh, you know, that you picked up after your round. And I liked it so much, and I liked that Valdez got a kick out of it, leaving it in my in my center console. Do you know what? Do you know what that makes me think about? That makes me think about you being stuck on uh, on I ninety five, all right, and you are gasping for gasping for water. You're dying of thirst. You're so hungry. Your car's out of gas, and you're shivering like like Jack Dawson in Titanic. And I'm going through my car <laughs> yeah, to see yeah, what utensils <laughs> I have for survival. Yes, and then all of a sudden you, you pull that you pull that picture out, and you put it close to your chest as you take your last gasp of air and and lay and lay in your back seat yeah. shivering with your jacket as a blanket over uh, top of you. 
and and then, and then the V dot comes around and sees you frozen, <laughs> clutching, clutching that, that photo in my <laughs> fingertips. Yeah, clutching to that photo. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like to think you know, about. I, I like that, Valdez. I, I like that. That would be a good. If I'm gonna freeze, I would. I would make me feel good thinking about the purple heart open <laughs> in my final moments. Hey, it's the purple heart to match your purple lips from right. hypothermia. Now, isn't it obvious? You threw this out on the junkies earlier this week. Isn't it obvious who you'd want to be stuck with in a car on ninety five, freezing to death? Yeah, it's it's besides you. Well, yeah, if you had to be, if it's when, a junk, if it's a junkie from someone from the show. Well, I consider you a part of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, too, me I, as well. Mike, it would be a tie between you and cakes. I'm glad you threw me in there. Because you obviously have much more survival skills than cakes. That's very kind. I, th- I don't know why you would say that about me, but I, just, I like I that think you you're did. very I think you're very logical. I do watch Creek Stewart, who's a survivalist on the Weather Channel, and I've picked up a few tips over the years. Like I think I think you're along the same lines of cakes where you know uh, a little about a lot. That's my saying. <laughs> Don't steal my saying. All right. Uh, I right. stole that from Al Michaels in 2003 <laughs> at Arizona State University. I right. so I think I think knowing a little about a lot uh-huh. is great for conversation. All right, which All right. obviously there'll be a lot of. Yeah, you, you need a strong conversationalist, but not too strong. <laughs> that's yeah. why JP's out. Yeah. So so I, that's why I think you would be good. And then obviously I think you are much more athletic, much more stronger than than cakes. So if there if there needs to be like a trek to mm-hmm. shelter or something like that, like we we could do it together and that would be easier. All right, let's think about this. What are the positive qualities of each e- junkie? Each junkie, yeah. All we right, know cakes. You- cakes. I like cakes because he's easygoing and he would make the he's best the- of a terrible situation. Right. He's nice. Uh, he's not going to like. He'll keep you level headed. I feel like like right. he's not going to he's not going to be too high or too low like he's not going to tell you how much he's going to die. I'm telling you EB would not be my last choice. My last choice would be Jason. I was, I lo- Jason, I love Jason. He's it would be so miserable in that situation. Of course. That I would actually hope we'd freeze to death in the middle of the night so I could he, get away from him. He, he all he would do is tell you how much this, uh, we're going to die. As this blows and yes. And then you think about it. Talking to him is good. It's basically like talking to a sports almanac. Yeah, he he's and got he's no. He's just going to flame you about about sports the entire time. Can you imagine twenty? If you're Tim Kaine, twenty seven hours of sports radio lurch. Right. Yeah, lurch would not be lurch would be at the very bottom for me because he'd be so angry about it. He'd be cut. Oh, the, ang- oh, the anger like, would be. There would be no, at no point would we have. Like any you don't fun. know what to say. Yeah, when, when be a lot that, of silence. Yeah, yeah, and and so would, much silence. I would feel like me talking to him is making him angrier. Right, you're you're on pins and needles, be, and you're on edge because of him right. and how he's feeling. And that all oh, that anxiety with what else is going on in this at that time mm-hmm. is going to be brutal for you do you you remember during the the drinking show um it was in lanham i had to take lurch home to to ashburn yeah all right right and he was so drunk and he was so angry because there was a car that was in one of the hot lanes that didn't have an easy pass that that lurch got out of the car 
Scream right. LBB. The, He'd be screaming at so many people. It, he got out of the passenger side. Mm. By the way, still dressed in his Santa suit. Yeah. All right. So he had his Santa pants, his boots, a Santa hat going, what the F are you doing? Go. Yeah. Get the F out of the way. That's what he did to this poor old lady who had no idea what an what a toll road was. <laughs> All right. All right. All probably probably are visiting. We in, are we in agreement that Jason is last? Yes. Okay. And Cakes is first. Correct. I will do the same. I will put you second. We have great chemistry. We get along with each other. You do know a little about a lot. I'll say that it's about you as that well. That hurt you to say. Yeah, I know it did. I actually <laughs> thought to myself, don't say that, but I said it anyways. <laughs> uh, you know a little about a lot, and I think it would be the time would pass well with you. I'm putting. Oh, by, whoa, 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 whoa! You're, you're not going to include survival skills. No, I don't really know what. You, I don't know if you know much of anything. Hey, by the way, I'm the one that has crackers and blankets in the car. But we're in my car. Right? <laughs> with my purple heart photo. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm actually going to put... I'm, <laughs> Look at these two dudes in the yeah. cuddling, cuddling yeah. with a picture of yeah. them. Oh, that is actually a plus. But you do have a lot of mass to you. You put off a large amount of heat, I'm sure. So you would be a good snuggle buddy. Right. <laughs> I'm putting EB next after okay. you. Now, it's a gigantic drop-off, okay. okay, after you and Cakes. I'm putting EB next. EB thought he'd be last. Now, EB would be miserable at times. Yeah, I was going to say, how is EB complaining different than Jason complaining? Because a couple things. All right. EB's a great storyteller. <laughs> At, he's gonna have moments of electricity and energy where he gets, you know, he wants to pick followed it up by, a little bit. Followed by this downtime of, yeah. of him uh, sulking. Right. Eb will make you laugh at, at you know at times. He'll be miserable. <laughs> could be. But you also like- you also I also take pleasure in in him being miserable, <laughs> and so that would make me feel a little bit better. I I just for some reason I have the the impression that all he's going to do. Is is recite Daily Mail death stories to you as you guys are trapped in the <laughs> no, car together? We would talk about like the old radio days, and he he would just I don't know he would entertain me at times throughout this process. Now he would be complaining, but he complains all the time. I'm also <laughs> used to that. Yes, I yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Now JP would be next, and I'll say this about JP: he would drive it would drive me nuts being around him for that long. And being stuck in, in just such a small area, can't get away from from the flaming. Yes, it's a, basically your own book on tape. Now, but I will say that J- JP has a massive positive over everybody else. All right, JP, he doesn't really care. He would he would go to other people and talk to them about, oh, can we come into your place? Do you right. have any food so, yeah. for us? He like has if no you're sheepish sh- about going yeah, up to a stranger. Yeah, yeah. He has no shame in the he he'll just bulldoze people. And 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 go after right. what he hey, wants. Hey, do you listen to the junkies? He, oh, cool. Can I get in your truck? <laughs> yeah. You got any? You got any um, hand warmers in there? You got any <laughs> wool? I don't any blankets. Hey, I will say if we were that would be a plus about him. He's not a. He doesn't know much about survival, but he's a bulldog. Right. And I like that about him. He would find. He would actually help find us a way out of there. Yes, but wouldn't you be intrigued that in my car with my golf clubs and, and golf balls in the back seat? We would just get out and just start pelting them into the woods in Dumfries. 
I'm uh, that is I do like that, but I'm also disappointed you canceled your satellite radio. And I like listening to satellite radio. <laughs> we can listen to Howard. But that is you know, true. We have very can, limited. With but you, hey. I got the fan that I listen to all the time that I, I don't want to listen to in my dying moments. Hey, I have Audible though. We can listen to books on tape. I'm not a fan <laughs> of books on tape. And Surviving, I don't, I don't I'll like, find a survival book. <laughs> Surviving the wild for dummies. Right, all right, and we'll right. listen to that, and we'll be money. All right, maybe you're onto something there. And then, uh, so so my order is Cakes, Valdez, E.B., J.P., Lurch. All right, my order is, so I have to, I have to put Cakes at number one. No, you don't have to. I think Cakes is one A, and then you're one B. Cakes is just absolutely worthless, though. I know that's the Man, thing. What am I doing? I cakes is like, actually I, I'm bumping cakes down. Like you, you're picking cakes for the entertainment value. No, no, no. I'm picking, I, I'm picking and the cake, attitude, the positive attitude. That's the only reason. Why. Attitude and entertainment. You're not thinking about the worth. Oh, and then I'd have to listen to him call Amy and be so mushy about how much they love each other. And yeah. I can't deal with that. You know what? Cakes is getting pushed down. Valdez number one, EB number two, then Cakes. Yeah, but you act like Eric. Eric's love of his wife and kids, he's not going to be calling them nonstop. Well, he's more of an alpha male. He's not going to let me see all that. You know? <laughs> like a walk to the woods. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right. going to make this call. My right. feet are freezing, but I'm going to go stand in the snow and make this call. Mm -hmm. All right, well, let's just... Let's just assume. Let's just assume like your phones aren't working. Okay, right? Yeah, I'm. I, yeah, so, I don't know. Cakes is useless though. He is very useless. But I, I feel he, like cakes is. Oh, what's his famous line? The the only callus you'll see on my hands are from a golf club. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Or these no, hands. He always goes. Look at these hands. Yeah, yeah. Look at these pristine hands. You know how they get this smooth? Right. No work whatsoever. Right. No manual labor. Avoiding manual labor all my life. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. You think he knows how to jack up a car? No, of course no, not. He doesn't. That is so. Cakes is getting pushed down. I actually think Eric. Eric might be ahead of Cakes because Eric watches Naked and Afraid, Man vs. Wild, all that stuff. Yeah, but he's just a pervert. He just wants to see the women <laughs> naked. So you don't think he's gotten any kind of <laughs> no, knowledge from watching You think it? he's picked up one thing. You know how he, he, he <laughs> think he knows how to start a fire? I don't know. He might. I do have a tip for the Valdez. <laughs> I like, the, I like the, uh, the thought of, hey, Eric, what did you learn from about, uh, about water on Naked and Afraid? What you can and can't drink? And he goes... I don't know. I'll just staring at their. <laughs> yeah, that's what I know what he's doing. I, I got a little tip for you. Maybe it's not as interesting as I think it is, but I, something I always think about. If your car ever gets stuck in the mud or the snow and you're, you're out in the middle of nowhere and you're stuck and you're deserted, right? Right. There's a way out of it that I saw on a survivalist show, that Creek Stewart guy, that I think is interesting. You cut your seatbelt, right? This, a couple did this. They were stranded out in the middle of nowhere in like Alaska and their wheels were spinning. The guy cut his seatbelt and used that as a strap and went and found a, like a big stick or a log yes. or a two by four. Yes. And then you strap that to your tires. Yes. And then the tire and it creates gets traction. Yeah, yeah, the tire gets traction. That's and how you get, you get out. And then you can get out. Yes. I thought that was genius. And that's the only survival <laughs> thing that I know what to do. I think that's pretty well, well known. Is it? I don't I, know. I mean, I you knew about it. Yeah, I knew about it. Yeah. That's what you Hey, do. I'm moving up everyone's list right now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, that was I'm soaring to that number one ranking. <laughs> now outside of that, I got nothing to offer. 
as far as surviving in the wild. And plus, you know what I feel like too is that I would be rationing my crackers, right? And I feel and I feel like EB would just pummel. <laughs> right? He would. He'd pummel those crackers so fast. Hey, let me get another one of those crackers. <laughs> They'd be gone in, in the first hour. I'd be so pissed mm. off. Yeah. Cakes. Cakes is the delicate right, eater. Let what what pros? So Jason's bo- uh, the bottom of the list. Yeah. What pros does he offer? Hmm. Because right, we, we, we crushed him pretty pretty bad. We did about his negative energy. I honestly don't know if he has any in that situation. What, Maybe, what, what about some kind of relationships? Like you'd be the first one out because he knows a guy that knows a guy. But the cell phones don't work. What is he getting? You know, someone recognizes him, the King of Fredericksburg. <laughs> <laughs> hey, is that is that Lurch Papa coming to my my trucker cab over here? <laughs> Here, take these, take these free waters. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't. There's not a lot of positives from Jason in that situation that I know of. Now he, i someone might help us out and tweet something to us that he that. Well, remember, something. Jason. The, the, Jason didn't know how to change his tire. Remember that. Yeah. So I mean, obviously he doesn't have their survival skills. If you guys are on Twitter, l- let us know your list or what we're missing out about the guys that, that would be useful in this situation. I, I think it's an interesting we're probably, hypothetical. We're probably missing out on a lot of different uh, reasons for, for the guys that you would that would be pros or cons. Number one uh, from the listeners on my list or other people, tertiary characters would be Cowboy Todd. Oh, Cowboy is definitely. Yeah, I mean, definitely. top of the list, right? Yes, he's funny. Funny. Knows lives crap. Basically lives outside. I know. He, country he, boy. I, I just imagine him, uh, shiver, you're shivering in the car, and then going, oh, I'm so hungry, and then he comes back with a squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> he's, got, he's got like a squirrel meat for you. <laughs> the only person more useless than cakes would be AWOL. I was thinking about AWOL. How how <laughs> worthless would he be? Well, number one, all he does is would talk about sports. The only thing good for a- AWOD was is he dies first, you can eat him. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know how scrumptious those, those fatty legs would be. <laughs> those love handles would be. <laughs> hey, those would be the juiciest rib you've ever had, rack of ribs you've had in your life. That's so mean. <laughs> That's what he gets for not being. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> he he doesn't know anything though, like yeah. as far as survival, survival <laughs> instincts and all that. It so does. he's he, he he's out. Hey, for you know sure. how you know how cold his ankles would be from wearing his joggers. Maybe <laughs> 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 so brittle. Uh, he, he'd wear that same dumb blue coat he's had for four years. Right. Hey, why was um. Why are you and JP Finley going back and forth about following each other on Twitter? This was off the air. I noticed this a little bit. I mean, I'm intrigued by this. All right. JP confronted me after the show in the hallway. And well, actually, he wanted to talk to me and I told him, I'll be right back. I got to go to the bathroom. Okay. All right. So I came back after the show and after the segment with the junks, he, I, I go, Hey, JP, what did you want to say to me? What would you want to ask? And then he goes, Oh, and he came up right to my face. And he goes, I did a Twitter audit last night. <laughs> a Twitter audit? <laughs> yeah. I go, oh, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know there was a IRS for the Twitter. Yeah, okay. And he, and he goes, he goes, I've noticed I've been following you for years. I go, oh, nice. And he goes, and you've never followed me once. 
And so he was upset that he's been following me for a long time, and I've never given him the time of day on Twitter. Oh, that's a big faux pas. <laughs> I didn't know that was a faux pas. It's J.P. Finley. It's not like some random person in sales. I know, but I don't keep track of who I follow and who I don't follow. And by the way, J.P. Finley, all of his tweets come on my timeline all the time. Why? Because everyone's favoriting them? Yeah, everyone favorites them. them or replies to them. Or the fact that I follow Pete Haley and he always likes his tweets. Oh, Maybe so you follow Pete Haley. I but do not. follow Pete Haley. But I don't follow J.P. I mean, Finley. I think you should follow well, I, there was the an form, over- foremost expert on, on the Washington football Well, it was team. an oversight, and it was kind of awkward, and I was just standing there, and I did end up following him, but I didn't want to apologize because I, cause I shouldn't be sorry for that. I, I, don't know, I don't know who I follow, who I don't follow, stuff I like that. I actually stand by a Twitter audit. I like that, and I kind of do the same thing, but it's not so much of making sure that people follow me that that I follow. Uh-huh. I don't like to have I don't like to follow too many people. I like to keep mine around 500 to 550. Well, I want to be able to see what everyone says. The, these people who do like team follow back or something and they follow like thousands of people. I'm just it's a it's a bad look. I like to have a big difference in the amount of people that I follow yes, and my followers. You want a ratio. Yeah. But and then also it doesn't help that I was trying to break the ice. And I said, well, if I want, when I want my Redskins news, I just look at John Kimes tweets. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Look, I, I'm trying to break the ice. A what little about bit. the other producers? Do you follow the other producers here? Um, let's see. I'll, There's no chance that, but, that you follow Mullins and Linnell and Cody. <laughs> All right. Mullins. What's I don't know his thing. Jim Mullins. I don't follow Jim Mullins. Okay, what about Darius, afternoon show producer? Uh, what's his Twitter? Um, I don't know. Just I type follow. in Darius. Uh, oh, let the me see. game. I I do not follow Darius. All right, you're over two. I'm Cody, guessing. What about I'm Cody? guessing you follow Cody. Uh, Cody Shook. I do not follow Cody. <sighs> you're you're actually a horrible team player. I'm a great team no, player. No, no, you're. You don't. I've actually noticed this about you. You don't. You don't um, do a lot of shtick with the other producers. I do shtick. No. I'm the king shtick man. Brock Lesnar. Or Brock Lesnar. Do you follow him? Uh, what's this? Brock? Probably Brock. Brock Lesnar. I follow Brock. Okay. You know what? You need to have a history of working here before I follow you. I, 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 Mullins has been here. Yeah, the same Mullins, been, he, <laughs> Mullins has been at this radio station since 2008. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Brock's been here for like four years. All right. We, 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 here's the thing mm. is that I don't, I don't care about social media as much as you or other people do. It's not on my, it's <laughs> not, first of all, that's not true. You're on Twitter all the time. Well, I use it to gather information. What are you saying? You'd be Jason if you didn't have the show. You would. I would. I swear yeah. I would. Yeah. I wouldn't be posting about whatever or interacting or even checking. Mm-hmm. I'd be a ghost. Kind of like I am on TikTok. <laughs> exactly. I love TikTok. <laughs> yeah. You don't. People don't I, realize that drag drab is is uh. uh a sea hero way from doing his own dance on TikTok. No, I'll never post on TikTok. I have no interest in ever posting. Trap's going to have his twins doing the Dougie or whatever they do on TikTok yeah. and trying to get viral tweets. No, no. If my twins want their own TikTok or whatever's popular, then I'll support it. 
But I think TikTok is the best social uh, network out there. I think it's but entertaining. I like the quick videos and it's not dancing. That's what rubes and people out of the scene think all it is. It's 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 dancing or uh shaming other people. No, 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 no. I follow financial people on there. I follow tons of recipes. I'm a rube. I can't look at a recipe on a book and figure it out. I need to I last night I made a TikTok recipe that was unbelievable. It's called lazy enchiladas, all right? It went viral on TikTok. All right, it is, it, and all you do is you take taquitos from the taquitos and you you bake them with a bunch of enchiladas sauce. That's the most drab thing ever is Mexican food and lazy in the in the same sentence. Hey, that piqued your interest. It was scrumptious. I'm telling you, I love TikTok. It, it's I don't By know. The way, I'm sure I'm going to get my financial advice from a, a 10 second a meme. No, it's like sometimes it's not. It's just like that's just some of the things that I follow. Well, it's not people going diamond hands, ape gang, no, ape no, strong, no, woo, no. woo woo woo. I, fo- I follow a golf cart babe that I'm physically attracted to. <laughs> I like her. That that more goes into the dancing, in, like model booty cares. shaking. Yeah. There's a drinking. There's a cocktail guy. There's a talk, cocktail guy that I'm obsessed with that shows you how to make. I don't even drink. That shows you. I just think it's a cool Instagram. Shows you how to make uh, drinks for any. If kind you're of, hosting a party, hosting party, seasonal drinks, all kinds of stuff. Um, I don't. TikTok's a lot of fun. I don't, don't you follow. follow any, I don't follow any dancing people. Don't you follow some guy that eats like brains and or whatever red meat. Oh, the Liver King! <laughs> I know of the Liver King. I don't think I follow him, but I I do watch a lot of his videos. Don't you follow some guy that plays <laughs> Goldeneye? Oh. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, he lives in a cabin and like a weird oh, cabin yeah, oh. that, has, that has like dead bodies yeah, underneath. And, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he plays well, Goldeneye okay. and makes and makes. Uh, you're right. You know, but that's a food guy. <laughs> that's not a food guy. Okay, that's that's old time hockey on on, on and hockey spelled H A W K E Y on TikTok and it's it, him and his dog Donnybrook. And they live, he lives in, okay, he lives in a cabin in like Canada or Northern Michigan or something like that. Very remote, lives all by himself, and he's got the sweetest, kindest voice. And he shows you how to make video or um, recipes that are easy to follow. You know what? That's actually the that's he's one of the guys I can't believe I forgot about him. Why I love TikTok. He's I dude, uh, old time hockey on TikTok is an amazing follow. Just makes you feel good and then he'll show you how to make a fluffer nutter. <laughs> and then at the end he always plays like an N64 game or watches a movie from the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> on his bubble, on his thirteen, he has a thirteen-inch bubble TV. <laughs> <laughs> That's that sounds like a great life. You know, well, I don't <laughs> know if it's a great life, but it's a great TikTok. <laughs> Eating uh, peanut butter and fluff and playing uh, Super Mario. He's got f- almost five million followers on TikTok. Uh, here he is. He's he's playing Blades of Steel. <laughs> now, do you now are you on TikTok to follow JP's daughter? No, I do not follow uh, the hungry foodie. But I'll say this. I will say this. I, I I watch I'll check in on her like every couple weeks to see what what she's new. She's actually very entertaining. The hungry foodie. She does crumble cookie reviews, <laughs> um, cash or trash. She does. I think she'll do. Um, you know all her bits. I do know <laughs> that her is bits. actually she creepy. brings she brings Dylan on all the time because Dylan only eats like chicken tenders and macaroni and stuff like uh-huh. that. So she'll like try to force him to eat things that he hates. 
I, you know, she does. I don't follow her mostly because it's just too. It's hey, too, are you uh, addicted to social media? I think so. I think I am. <laughs> I think you are. I, I Twitter. The way and, you talk about it, you have this twinkle in your eye. You're just you're, you're smirking as I, you, as you talk I, about I want, it. I want you to get on TikTok. I was on TikTok for five seconds. I think everybody's on TikTok with a, a shadow account. I'm just not following anybody. All right. You're missing out. This is this is what I'm on Instagram to look at uh, golf swings. All right. Yeah, there. Believe me, there's tons. Same thing. I know it's the, I, the reels, all the golf swings yeah. on there, and I use Twitter for information. Other than that, ghosts. I'm tired of information. I want to be entertained. <laughs> Entertain me, please. Play play N64 and cook a uh, bacon egg and cheese sandwich. But <laughs> you know, if I interact with you on Twitter or on any social media, mm -hmm. you should be happy because that's a rarity. Uh, I, I'm the only one you uh, talk to on there? Yeah, and Grant. I talked to Grant last night. About what, sports? Yes, I was enlightening <laughs> him on sports betting. <laughs> yeah. I don't follow any sports betting people outside of one guy, like one or two guys on Twitter. Uh, so, no, we don't say it. Yeah, That's our, we, well, we don't say his name. We, we do not speak his name. We don't speak his name. We don't want uh, too many people uh, taking credit for him. <laughs> yes, finding that honey. I hole. am doing. I'll give you guys an update with the guy who gave me ten thousand dollars. I'm currently at uh, eleven thousand three hundred. Congratulations! So I'm uh, slowly but surely bumping up his account. Yes, it's a lot of diapers you can buy. And I got one year, and that year ends uh, in June. And I'm hoping that we have a good run here in early 2022. Now, if you don't know, I have to give him all the money back, but we split any profits. So he basically just let me bet with his money for an entire year. Right. So I'm hoping to get it up to a few hey, thousand dollars. I actually think you should shut it down because that's quite an accomplishment to say you're up by that much. Well, why wouldn't I just take any of the win? Like, say I'm, I got fifteen, or say I got three thousand dollars. Why wouldn't I just put a three thousand dollar bet on something? I don't want to lose the guy money, right? Right. So the so you're final day, go, you just say go for it. Go for it. Take all the take all, all the, the red meat. All the red meat and make one final bet. Double I, I, can, I can tell day. you thought about it. <laughs> I have. Yeah, yeah. I've also thought about putting eleven thousand dollars on a bet too, but I haven't done that yet either. Um, all right, guys. Thanks for listening to Bit Season Episode 17. That was a fun one. No AWOD this week. He uh, we didn't say this at the beginning. He is uh, doing a show in Richmond. He's uh, filling in over down there so congratulations to him so he couldn't join us in person today but a good show with valdez and next week we will be back and have a full week no valdez will be out next week that is correct i don't I was know. looking at you i don't know i don't know if i will uh do a show they want i did I, I know you did and that was a mistake <laughs> all right I shouldn't have set that precedent. You should. I, I I broke through that precedent last week <laughs> by not showing up. We'll see. I don't know, maybe week. I'll Skype in. I would like that, but you'll probably be on the golf course. Most likely. All right, guys. We'll have an update for you. Thanks for listening to the bit season. After next week, if there is no show, we'll be no more missed weeks for a long time. I can guarantee you that. Definitely. All right, All right guys. Have a great week, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with h track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.